There's a spirit at Bryan Health, a passion that says we can make it better, stronger, to raise our kids, to build our future, to move forward together. It's time for Bryan Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. By understanding what blood pressure is and knowing your numbers, you can reduce your risk of other serious diseases. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Coomer. He's a cardiologist at Brian Hart. Welcome to the show, Dr. Coomer. Let's start with a little physiology lesson. What is blood pressure? Well, it's a good question, Melanie. I appreciate you letting me talk today. Uh, blood pressure simply is the pressure inside the arteries in your heart. I'm sorry, inside your body. And the heart primarily generates pressure. It squeezes, it pumps the blood forward. And the harder it squeezes, the harder, the higher the pressure is. That blood goes out to the aorta, goes out to every other artery in the body. And the whole idea for that is that that pressure pushes the blood forward enough to each and every organ in the entire body. And there's a certain healthy level, kind of like the oil pressure in your car. You may have seen that oil pressure light come on if it gets too low, the pressure. Um, and that's very, very dangerous. Your car can't run that way. Same thing, if your blood pressure is too high or too low, either one can be very harmful to the body. So the whole body is designed to operate the brain, the kidneys, the liver at a certain level of pressure of blood flowing through it. So what are those two numbers that people always hear about systolic and diastolic? Well, the systolic number is, well, we generally say it's the upper number. When you hear your blood pressure in the diastolic is the lower number. Um, there's always pressure in the arteries. There's always pressure in the whole system. When the heart squeezes, then the highest amount of pressure at the maximum squeezing is the systolic, so that's as high as it gets. When the heart relaxes, it's filling with blood, getting ready for the next beat, but there still is pressure throughout the whole system. So basically, it's just the peak and the trough of where that blood pressure fluctuates. So... How often or when should people even get this checked? Well, that's a good question. Probably one of the more important things to really keep in mind is that we, we talk about high blood pressure as the silent killer. You know, if you have a cold or a runny nose, you know it. You know, if you have a fever, you can feel it. Uh, high blood pressure, though, is very, very dangerous. It can be very harmful. But a lot of times people have no idea that they have high blood pressure because they often don't feel the damage that's being done. And so the only way to know the majority of times is to get it checked. It never hurts to get the blood pressure checked. Uh, you just put a little cuff, little little uh, thing around your arm, and we fill up the, that with some pressure, and it doesn't do any harm at all. It just takes a very brief amount of time to do it, and it can give a whole lot of information. And, you know, a lot of times your doctor will see you routinely in the office and just for you know, annual physical or if you go to some doctor or dentist or wherever they check your blood pressure, a lot of times people are pretty surprised. They say, wow, I had no idea my blood pressure was that high. And very often we'll find that it's very high, even dangerously high, and they feel fine. And so that's one of the really important things that you need to get it checked because even if you feel good, you still could have high blood pressure. What are the numbers you want us to be looking for? It's a very good question, and that's something that's kind of um, dependent upon the patient, uh, the person uh, to some extent individually. Um most people are, well, pretty much everybody, we want to see the blood pressure generally less than 150 over 90. Most people, we want it less than 140 over 90. Now, there's a lot of debate about what the perfect numbers are for each individual. Um, if you have some other illnesses like bad kidneys, if you have diabetes, heart disease, we might be more aggressive. Your doctor very well might want it a little bit lower. 
we generally say a normal, quote-unquote, blood pressure is 120 over 80, and that's usually good for most people. But if it's a little bit higher than that, depends upon a lot of other illnesses, and your age factors into that, too. A lot of times the blood pressure tends to get a little higher as you get older. So those are the general numbers, but if you ever see it above 140 over 90, that's certainly a cause of concern and something you should talk about with your doctor. If you have one high blood pressure reading, does that mean you have high blood pressure? Uh, absolutely not, uh, because the blood pressure is something that's always changing. And there's times when your blood pressure should be higher, like when you're exercising, kind of the same thing you know, with your heart rate. You know, we have a lot of heart rate monitors these days where you can see when you're on the treadmill, you know, your heart rate might, stop, might start at 70, and then you get on the treadmill, it goes up to 120. That's a normal reaction because your body needs more uh, blood supply, so you need more heartbeats. We also need a little more blood pressure. So in a certain situation, like when you're exercising, your blood pressure is going to go up a little bit. Now, the blood pressure itself changes all the, all the time throughout the course of a day due to physical exertion, due to stress, and then there's just some natural fluctuations based upon hormones that change throughout the course of a day. So it's really important to check your blood pressure multiple times. As a matter of fact, we almost never try to make a diagnosis of high blood pressure based upon any one particular moment in time. And also, um, just checking it sometimes in the morning, sometimes in the evening can be helpful because there's different things that influence that as well. We usually recommend, as a matter of fact, we pretty much always recommend the, the perfect way to check blood pressure is when you've been sitting at rest for several minutes. And that's uh, a little bit ironic because Admittedly, in our, in us, uh, even as doctors, we often kind of bring the patient to clinic. We have you sit down here, get up, walk over here, go over, check out this. Can we bring you back to a room and then check your blood pressure after you've been running around and moving from one room to another? A lot of times we see that blood pressure higher at that moment because you have not been sitting still for several minutes. So often we'll have you recheck it a few minutes later after you've been sitting and a little bit more relaxed because that's considered to be more of an accurate reflection of your true blood pressure. Do you want people to buy a blood pressure cuff to keep at their home and check it on a regular basis? Well, it's certainly not harmful. Again, checking it doesn't do any harm. The blood pressure cuffs do cost some money. Uh, they're often about $40, $60. Um, they are very simple to use, and in general, they work quite well. But I really do encourage most of my patients with high blood pressure to do that just for that purpose, because if they drove in here and they've been fighting traffic and they're rushing up the stairs to get here, Sometimes we don't get the most accurate readings. We call that white coat hypertension. The whole idea is if you see a white coat like a doctor, you get a little bit anxious. And, of course, if you've been rushing to the office, then sometimes the readings that we see in the office aren't quite as accurate. But if you have a home blood pressure cuff, you can check it frequently. You can check it different times of the day. You can check it before you go to bed, first thing in the morning. And then you get a better, more accurate assessment of what the blood pressure runs kind of on average. And some people come into my office and their blood pressure is very, very high, but then they bring in a list and they have 20 readings from the last three months, all of which are perfectly normal at home. So that's something that can be very, very beneficial because if I treat that reading that I see in the office, if that's not an accurate representation of their average blood pressure, their blood pressure might be too low if I put them on a bunch of medications for that. So I think that gives a lot of helpful information and it's definitely... It's much better because it's not just one moment in time, like when you're in the doctor's office. It tells you more, more so what's been going on with your blood pressure the last month, the last three months. What time, what is it in the morning, how is it in the evening, et cetera. 
Dr. Coomer, before we get into medications, because blood pressure is so dynamic, if people are exercising, they see that systolic, that high number jump up. When do you worry about that? And does the diastolic, that lower number, should that be moving around? Well, the systolic and diastolic both increase with exercise. And um, we don't like to see it get extremely high. Now, exactly how high that is is kind of a difficult number because we don't know um, what the perfect number is when you're exercising. But we do know that if we get readings above 180, maybe certainly above 200, that's probably a little more than we're generally comfortable seeing. Um, but it also depends upon how aggressive we are working out, too. That might just be more of a sign that you're just working out a little bit too hard. Maybe you need to back off a little bit on your exertional level. And same thing with the diastolic, too. The diastolic often can increase with, with exercise. But the most important thing is what it is what your blood pressure is doing, a little bit more so uh, with rest and what it's kind of doing the majority of the time. Because, again, it is supposed to increase to some extent. What often is very helpful is to see what your blood pressure is doing 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour after you exercise. Because if it goes up when you're exercising, a lot of that's what it's supposed to do. But at the same time, it's supposed to come down pretty quickly after you exercise, too. So speak about treatment now. The first line of defense, and then I'd like you to even get into lifestyle and home remedies, but what's the first line if you discover that somebody has high blood pressure? Do you put them on medication right away, or what do you do? Uh, the, the number one, the, the best thing you can do to treat high blood pressure is to do things that are healthy for your body in general, and a lot of things that you might that you probably should be doing anyway. We try not to jump to medications as a first line. Uh, there are several things you can do with lifestyle, and of course, every individual is a little different, but salt is one of the big things we really kind of look for with blood pressure because the body uses salt to raise the blood pressure. The body holds on to salt, and so if you can limit your salt intake, a lot of times that can help to lower the blood pressure, and that has nothing to do with medications at all. It's a very natural, healthy thing that you can do that um, um, is probably the best thing, first and foremost. Now, most people with high blood pressure can't bring their blood pressure down dramatically with limiting their salt intake, but it usually helps at least to some extent. And um, about 80% of our salt intake in this country is in processed foods, so we consume a lot more salt than we're supposed to. Salt tastes good. People like it. It sells products. So whether you're in a restaurant, a lot of the stuff you buy in the grocery store, there's tons of salt added onto it because it sells the product, but that's not healthy for us. So trying to get rid of a lot of that sodium or salt intake is very, very important. Exercise is extremely important for almost everything in your body. It's very, very good for the heart. And the more you exercise, even though your blood pressure goes up again when you're exercising, in the long run, your blood pressure does decrease because it's healthier. Your body is more conditioned, so it doesn't need as much of the blood pressure to, to help it get by. It adjusts to the things that it needs to better. So limiting your salt intake and exercising more are two very important things for lowering it that don't have anything to do with medication. And if you're overweight, controlling your weight, losing weight can be very helpful because the more fat you have in your body, the more weight you're carrying, that tends to drive the blood pressure up um, as well. So then when does it get to medication? And we don't have a lot of time left, but then when does it get to medication? And give us your best advice for people when it regards to blood pressure. Sure. Uh, basically, we like to use medications when um, 
diet and lifestyle changes have not uh, made a difference. Cutting back on smoking is another very important thing. If you smoke, that raises blood pressure too. Um, but if we try that for a few months and your blood pressure has not come down to a healthy level, then there's several medications. Um, I won't go into those because there's many different options and there's a lot of very good options. One thing I want to encourage people is that if they try a medication and they have some adverse reaction uh, to it, keep in mind there's many, many medications we have now for blood pressure, and we can almost always find the healthy uh, fit for an individual without the side effects. But most people with high blood pressure do need to be on at least one medication. In fact, most need to be on two or more to get it to the healthy level. Um, But again, there's several good options um, uh, for the medications, and there's ones that are tolerated very well. You just have to sometimes kind of choose the right one. So, And tell us about your team at Brian Hart, why listeners should come there for their care. We do uh, pretty much everything that we uh, that you can think of for the heart. We're experts in treating high blood pressure, cholesterol, uh, heart failure, heart attacks. We have a very advanced program uh, for treating everything with the heart. And we do um, the first line, which is, encouraging people to eat healthy, to exercise, quit smoking, all the way to the point of open-heart surgery, um, putting people on machines to help their heart pump, very advanced things, too. We have an excellent team here. We have a lot of specialists. We have general cardiologists. We have an outstanding hospital with excellent nursing staff, too. The vast majority of our patients really enjoy the experience. They enjoy the health care, our evaluations from our patients, and according to other um, uh, third parties have really given us very high ratings. We tend to excel in almost every area because we've really put a lot of effort into making sure that we're doing a good, thorough job, into making sure the patient is happy, and in just trying to keep a very positive environment so that everyone's on the same page. Thank you so much, Dr. Coomer. What an important lesson you've given us today. If you're concerned about your blood pressure, schedule an appointment with Brian Hart Lipid and Prevention Clinic by calling 402-483-3333. That's 402-483-3333. You're listening to Brian Health Radio, and for more information, you can go to brianhart.com. That's brianhart.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.